Chapter One of the Friendship of Anne A Story. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. The Friendship of Anne A Story by Ellen Douglas Delan. Chapter One the stuarts lived in a flat in one of the large apartment houses that are to be found in almost any part of new york it was situated on one of the west side streets not very far uptown as distance is counted nowadays but at the time this story opens the city had not grown to its present enormous proportions and to live near fiftieth street was considered to be almost in the country the stuarts were not new york people but had come there recently from their former home near baltimore mr stuart was dead and robert the eldest son was in a good position in a business house in new york it was time for murray the second son also to be settled in business and new york offered more opportunities it seemed than baltimore there were other reasons too which made a change of residence appear desirable and after much thought and consideration mrs stuart sold the country home which had come to her from her father and where all her children were born and with many misgivings and much natural regret took up her abode in the great crowded hurrying lonely city of new york for it is a lonely place in spite of its many thousands of inhabitants to those who go there as strangers this was mrs stuart's opinion but her children did not agree with her bob went off every morning to his work with a feeling of satisfaction a glow of elation he too was now one of the world's workers and intended to make a name for himself sooner or later that should become known and respected and powerful he had plenty of ambition and he was young and strong anything is possible under those conditions murray also was full of hope although he was still smarting under the disappointment of not going to college his father's death had rendered this out of the question and the boys those who had grown up must begin to work quickly as possible and support themselves the family was large and there was not much money he had been fortunate in getting something to do almost at once and although it was a position of very small importance it might lead to better things there was another brother philip a boy of eighteen and there were three sisters margaret sydney and little annabel who was only six sydney who was just fifteen at the time they moved to new york is the heroine of this story she was a girl who without being exactly pretty was very nice to look at her eyes were so honest and looked so directly into yours when you talked to her her hair was soft and thick and fluffy being neither very dark nor very light 
her mouth was rather large but her smile was charming and her teeth were white and good her skin was very fair she usually had a pretty color which came and went constantly if she was interested in talking or if someone spoke to her suddenly she was a somewhat shy girl but she had plenty of courage when necessary i was always very fond of sydney stuart and i hope you are going to like her too she had plenty of faults who has not but she was a very lovable girl they came to new york in the early spring and settled themselves in the apartment which bob who had been there for a year had found for them it was on the ninth floor and was reached by an elevator the view from the windows was fine looking across the roofs of the neighboring houses towards the river and the palisades if one glanced down into the street so far below one felt dizzy the people walking there appeared like pygmies but the stewards told one another that the air was clearer and more bracing up where they were it was like living on a mountain top they passed the summer in town breaking the monotony by an occasional trip to the resorts nearby and spending whole days in central park which was easily reached and where they could take their books and work and luncheon it was on their return from one of these days out of doors in late august that mrs stuart broached a subject on which she had long been pondering and upon which she had at last made up her mind margaret who was in her mother's confidence on all matters knew what was coming but to sydney it was like a bolt from a clear sky the boys were out and amabel had gone to bed so the three were alone sydney was sitting at the open window reading she was apt to be reading when the bolt fell sydney dear it is getting too dark to read any more and i should like to have a talk with you said mrs stuart she was a small slight woman whose face showed that her life had its share of suffering we must decide about your schooling this winter in fact i have already decided oh mamma dear i do hope it is to study at home cried sydney impetuously throwing aside her book and coming to her mother's chair she drew up a stool and seated herself at her feet you know almost everything yourself and if there can possibly be anything you don't know margaret does i am sure you are as good as any two teachers to be found anywhere do let me study with you at home that is out of the question dear margaret is going to do other work which will be much better for her and bring in almost as much as we should save by letting her teach you besides it would not be especially good for you home lessons with a sister never give the same discipline and you ought to have other girls to compete with i do not approve of shutting you away from girls of your own age and as we are such complete strangers in new york she sighed as she said this 
there is no way for you to make friends unless you go to school i think too but mamma interrupted sydney surely you are not going to spend all that money that a new york school would cost how can you ever afford it you haven't heard me out dear my plan is to send you to boarding school boarding school sydney gave this one exclamation and then stopped her feelings were too great to be put into words boarding school there was silence in the room for a moment but mamma she said at last i should think boarding school would cost a great deal more than going to school in new york and living here at home with you no said mrs stewart it will not the school i mean is kept by the misses wickerstam their family were old friends of your father's family in fact he knew them and once did them a great service i will not go into that now it is not necessary but they have always appreciated it very much and they have offered over and over again to educate one of his daughters of course during your father's lifetime this was not necessary but now things are different and i wrote to them a few weeks ago do you mean i am going as a charity scholar asked sydney in a stifled voice the stuarts were all proud no not by any means i offered to pay the full price of tuition but they begged me as a personal favor to them to allow them to pay off the debt they consider is still owing to your father by giving you your education i could not permit that so we have compromised and you are going at half rates you need have no feeling whatsoever about it sydney it is really quite just of course it makes it much easier for me in many ways it will be very hard to let you go but i feel it is for your good it is an excellent school known everywhere to be of very high standing a number of girls from new york go there girls from the very nicest families i want you to make up your mind to it dear and to get all the good from it that is possible oh mamma mamma i don't want to go sydney's voice was choked and she gave a little sob i have never been away from you in my life i know it dear and for that very reason i think it is going to be good for you you must trust your mother's judgment sydney she knows best you may be sure it is hard for me to let you go and i should not were i not very sure that it is for the best after a little while sydney grew calmer and by the time she went to bed she had begun to see the brighter side of the question though it sometimes requires diligent search to find it she had learned that the mrs wickerstam school was at kingsbridge massachusetts her father's family had come originally from kingsbridge though none of the name were left there now nor any near connections it was a country town and sydney loved the country 
she would gain an excellent education which was important and would make friends of her own age and sydney said margaret after they had gone to the room which the sisters shared mamma could not tell you this herself but she wants you to get away for a while and be among people who who don't know she thinks it will be good for you there is no chance of anyone there knowing for all the girls are from new york or boston no one from baltimore or anywhere near there the misses wickersham know but they will not speak of it how do you know they won't because they are very nice people they are real ladies and besides they feel that they owe so much to papa he and his father saved them from some terrible trouble but will it be honest not to tell the girls asked sydney suppose i should get intimate with some of them would it be fair not to tell margaret was silent for a moment while she thought it over finally she said i don't think it is our duty to tell out everything sydney this is a family matter entirely there are some people who know of it if they chose to tell they can do we can't prevent them but there is no reason why we ourselves should speak of it it doesn't concern you alone i don't think you would really have the right to tell it the best way is to be silent and dignified and perhaps in time we shall all live it down even even he will good night little sister don't let us talk any more and try not to think of the sad things we have had we have had some bright things too and i think school will be bright for you when you once get there and are used to it i should have loved to go to boarding school i have read some very interesting stories about boarding school murmured sydney just as she was dropping off to sleep they are always getting into scrapes and having midnight suppers and being caught by the teachers i wonder if they do that sort of thing at mrs wickersham's or if they are all too proper i doubt it their being too proper said margaret i never heard of a crowd of girls yet who didn't get some fun out of life wherever they are you will like it sydney good night dear sydney being possessed of a fair amount of common sense decided next morning that as it was clearly decreed that she was going to boarding school she might as well get all the pleasure from it that she could she entered into the preparations for going away with an interest that gratified her mother who understood her children thoroughly and knew that it was not an easy manner for sydney to go away from her and her home the boys were told of the new plan and they did what they could to help matters bob brought home a pretty leather travelling bag which he had brought for her to carry on her journey murray spent some money he had saved for some books on a nice umbrella philip had no money and was earning none 
but he gave her something which was precious to him and which it touched sydney very much to receive she knew that it was not easy for philip to part with it this was a little stuffed owl he brought it to her room one day when she was packing philip was three years older than she was he was very tall and had outgrown his strength his eyes and hair were dark and his face was pale strangers who saw him in the street or elsewhere were apt to look at him a second time in a startled fashion his face was so young to look so sad here sid he said giving her a box carefully tied up i brought you my owl you can set it up somewhere at school i haven't got anything else to give you and you always liked it but phil exclaimed sydney you think so much of it you don't say anything more he interrupted just take it he would have liked you to have it don't say anything he put the box on the table and left the room poor phil said sydney to herself sighing what are we going to do with him he will never get over it never i wish i didn't have to go away to school and leave him i could cheer up phil when no one else can it really doesn't seem as if mamma were quite wise to let me go but sydney was as unconscious of the future and of the way things that we do not wish to do sometimes work together for our good as we all are she little supposed that her going to boarding school would affect phil's future as much as her own and that they should both live to bless the day that saw her take her departure for kingsbridge the days that bring great changes into our lives are seldom marked with red letters at their dawning at last she was ready to go her trunk was packed and strapped and sent off her new bag and neatly rolled umbrella were carried to the station by philip the other boys having been obliged to go downtown before it was time for her train mrs stuart margaret and annabel also accompanied her annabel being the only one in a really cheerful frame of mind is a boarding school built behind a wall like that she asked as they walked down madison avenue and passed a house that was being repaired and which was screened from the public by a tall fence why no said sydney why should it be oh i supposed it was cause it's a boarding school i supposed it was made of boards replied annabel at this they all laughed even philip and annabel who did not like to be laughed at grew very red and would not say nothing more until they reached the grand central station at forty-second street here she found so much to interest her that she forgot her indignation i wonder if those girls are going to school said sydney indicating a group of laughing happy-looking girls who with an older lady were standing near the ticket office but even if they are it isn't at all likely they are going to wickersham school 
they must be lots of boarding schools that you can go to from this station the stewards watched them for a few minutes presently they all moved away going towards the door through which the people passed to reach the trains in doing so one of the party left behind her bag which she had placed upon the floor while they stood there philip discovered this and after an instant's hesitation he was a very shy boy he hurried forward picked up the bag and ran after them i beg your pardon he said taking off his cap as he caught up to the girls isn't this your bag you left it on the floor two of them turned at once and the taller of the two put out her hand and took it oh thank you she said her face breaking into a charming smile it is mine i should never have missed it thank you very much it was thus that they saw anne talbot for the first time she turned and disappeared into the throng of passengers now pushing through the door from which the train had been called it proved to be sydney's train also and there was only time for a hurried good-bye i wish that girl were going to knightsbridge she whispered to margaret wasn't she fascinating perhaps you will find her there laughed margaret trying hard to be very cheerful stranger things can happen and presently they had all left her and sydney stuart was seated in the train that was to carry her from the great world of new york to the little world of kingsbridge End of chapter one recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c